Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to the B-List. I'm here with a return guest, Evan Real. Um, you guys know him from Page Six, senior TV reporter. He also is co-host of Virtual Reality, um, which is a really fun show. I went to the one here in um, in New York. Oh my God, yes. When you came, I was so honored and delighted and I'm glad <laughs> that you had such a great time. The live show, they, so since then we've done two more and we have another one planned actually for september 7th in new york yeah new york at um, oh, nice. chelsea table and stage and it is a new york fashion week themed show so we're bringing out some fashionistas we have cynthia bailey okay uh Sida silva and i was gonna say cynthia can't dress but she's a model hey exactly can't exactly. dress for shit she's a she's a supermodel so uh-huh. we're gonna have cynthia inside <laughs> And then we've also confirmed, and I know you're going to read me for including her in the Fashionista Club, but Wait, she has Giselle, Giselle adjacent, Ashley Darby, because she and Giselle are releasing an Athleisure <laughs> line together. So fashion industry. I have so many questions. I have to be, I have to be at this one, by the way. Yeah, no. And we have some other guests. I missed the last one because the last one was Melissa Gorga, right? The last one was like, yeah, Melissa Gorga and Gertie. I missed that one. And Dolores. And then we had a, a Mother's Day one that was Caroline Manzo and Ramona Singer, which was like so wonderfully chaotic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one will be a different vibe. So yeah, you got to come. We have some other guests that were like close to confirming. Mm-hmm. We haven't confirmed just yet, but it should be like a good group of girls. Maybe get like Brooks Marks in there too or something. We, that was an idea that we had. And he lives in New York. I It could, yeah, that, that actually could be really fun. Yeah. For all. Um, love Brooks. It's like weird, like seeing him like out and about, like we just like, do you run into him? Yes. Yeah. Like recently I was like, yeah, New York is so weird. Like people it's like, yeah, you'll just, it, especially like people that don't live in New York. Sometimes it seems like such a big city, but like you will run into like people in that sphere and you know what I mean? Which yeah. is an, an interesting story. Well, I'll get to it in a minute, but it's an interesting one. Um, first things first. I have to ask, um, what what do you think about this whole Bethany unionized thing? She's like trying to start a re- a reality television union, right? Like yeah. she's now being backed by SAG AFTRA, right? And then like it's insane. I don't know. It is kind I think of insane. Gets, it's just like I get what she's trying to do, but I don't know if she's the messenger for it. But yeah, I mean, like. I understand the logic of it all. Like, I get yeah. it. I agree that, like, our reality TV performers should be getting compensated fairly, <laughs> you know, compensated fairly for opening up their lives and allowing for their, you know, most tragic, troubling moments to be exploited for years to come. Like, I 100% agree and understand 
that situation. But I don't know, like the lawsuit thing, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because I, I mm-hmm. don't know if she, like, I'm not a lawyer, but like, I don't know if she necessarily has a case because I don't think that Bravo or NBC has done anything technically illegal. So I feel like- No, yeah. It's like, you know what you're kind of signing up for when you sign that contract. It's literally a show about your life. I don't think you can, and what can you really constitute as like manipulation when it's like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. And I think with like Bethany, she has absolutely nothing to lose, but some of these people that she's trying to rope into this movement do have something to lose. (laughs) I feel like the the lawsuit's going to come and go. Bethany is going to be like, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, all these Bravo celebrities, whether they're currently on shows or not, they've probably, they're probably going to blacklist themselves in some way, because even if like, yeah, she said that like Paige DeSorbo reached out to her according to um yeah she like name dropped people that are currently under contract which i but i guess it's not like against you know well maybe i don't know i don't know i yeah and that's the the page of it all is really interesting to me because she's such like a bravo darling and people love her so much i mean i know is she call her well i know you call her the bad tour girl but <laughs> I, you know I, I think if like anybody were not able like if i like if i were in charge of the union the reality television union i would be like i have to decide who can join and who cannot and Paige disorbo has not really put in the time she's just like you're just collecting a check honey like you're laying in bed like she's <laughs> she's put in the bedtime so the bedtime yeah <laughs> i well an interesting thing about Paige is so uh Page six just published a new report that I had no part in, but it was about Bethany and this whole situation. And like a source close to Paige um, sort of uh, pointed out that Paige has untagged herself in all the posts that Bethany tagged her in. Oh. And source close to Paige says that Paige hasn't actually talked to Bethany. So it's weird. It's like, I don't know yeah. Yeah. what to believe, but I do know I've heard that like, Bethany has been like actively reaching out to more and more people every day. She's like really just trying to like get in contact with like it's like oh, everyone from the most, yeah, the most A-list Bravo celebrities to like the ones you have absolutely forgotten about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Peggy Saluhian or whatever. I'm just I'm just making that name up. I don't fucking know. I, yeah, like... Peggy's not a name that I've heard, but you know what? I bet you Bethany has reached out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, well, keep fighting, Bethany. Um Speaking of fighting, she's like still fighting with Carol Radswell, like years later. They're fighting over like what was it like Michael Carol... Cohen? Yeah, the... apparently like Michael Cohen. Carol Radswell saying that like Michael Cohen is the one who sent Bethany the original photo of Tom at the Regency. And I'm like, I can't believe we're relitigating all of this stuff from like seven or eight years ago. I don't really care who sent the fucking photo, but they're like going back and forth about it now. I know it's so wild. I think that like Bethany was triggered because i don't think she wants to be associated with yeah associated with michael cohen as she's like fighting her good fight for the reality tv union so yeah that's why she's going so hard against it but yeah i'm like i hear regency carol tom luann my eyes glaze over like i yeah right yeah yeah give it a rest (laughs) um with the carol of it all it's interesting if they were if they would still be friends now that would make sense because like carol has so much to say about reality television and the um the like the perils of it and like you know what i mean like she hated her experience apparently right she like talks about it really yeah if there was ever a time for them to sort of rejoin forces now is the time but i guess not even bethany's reality tv union can 
it's unfortunate that all of a sudden I feel like in the past year all of these people that kind of like built this entire brand have now turned against it and will never return in any way shape or form like Bethany Mimi it's like all of these people are kind of coming out of the woodwork kind of like kind of puts like a sour taste on rewatching those you know what I mean just because like yeah yeah you like watch it through a different lens because like when you're having so much fun watching Bethany and or Nini be so incredible at their job of being Nini didn't get paid shit she said those first couple of seasons which is fucking nuts to me I don't know so nuts yeah that's so like it you know Bethany getting paid $7,500 for her first season and then I don't know did Bethany I mean did Nini but I guess I like that's also like just the standard back then too it's probably like infinitely more when you start as a first season were we gonna what was the question I'm sorry did Nini share what her first season number was? Like, did she say it was low? I forget the exact number. Don't quote me, but she went on Carlos King's like podcast yeah. and was talking about it. I believe it. I mean, I know I totally believe <laughs> it. I um, what I've heard in recent years is that the standard first season housewife salary is sixty, which that's nothing that's before taxes. Really, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's that <laughs> thing. I feel like the girls probably lose money in the prep for the show. Yeah. Uh, war start making money until like the third year yeah which is kind of insane fucking nuts um yeah. is kyle a lesbian what's going on there uh, look i don't know i'm like trying to figure out what her game is here because it's just been an interesting ride that she's taken us all on although this i music will video the the music like she looks really good and like it's just like so cringy. It's like I I feel like if you wanted rumors to go away, you wouldn't do a full on music video with the person. For those who are not following, I guess what is her name? Morgan Wade, who's like the rumored lesbian um lover of Kyle Richards. I'm so tired. Like I just this is the thing I hate about Beverly Hills is we have to hear about it for an entire year and then you have to actually watch it play out. It's just like so. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wonder how they're going to address the Morgan of it all on the show or even if poorly. They yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's poorly slowly true. and you'll probably do it like the last episode of the season, like 24 episodes and you'll have to sit through of like yeah. I I was at an event that Kyle hosted that was filmed for this season where Morgan performed. It was like a mental health charity event that was like honoring Kyle's friend who um passed away right, yeah uh years prior uh from suicide and so it's like this very like emotionally charged event and then that the, but the discussion that night was like kyle not wearing her ring and the girls sort of attacking her marriage and morgan really wasn't a piece of it at that time yeah but what i will say is like the way that she interacted with morgan that night and the way she introduced morgan that night like there's definitely a genuine love that she and Morgan shared together like I mean it could be like the most like loving intense friendship of all time but like yeah. they, I mean, they are like sisters sisters sister sisters yes <laughs> <laughs> or yeah you know I mean yeah. I don't know, I know I... <laughs> judging from the video I mean I will say the video is very cringy I don't know if it's as cringy as Chriselle and G Flip's video. They're like kind of like equally parts cringy to me. So like I follow, like I don't really follow um selling um, sunset. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. But yeah, I know um, yeah, I know of like the well and Chriselle commented on Kyle's post about the video and said something pretty cheeky like, um, music videos are fun, winky face, like <laughs> sort of implying that this was their like soft launch. Yeah. 
you know, confirm their relationship. I don't know. But I will say Kyle looked great in the video, even if it was crazy. Yeah, she looked good. No one's, yeah. And she's not on Ozempic. She's not on Ozempic? That's what she tells us. She said she doesn't drink. So honestly, not drinking can like do. Yeah. I wouldn't know, but I've heard. (laughs) I've heard. (laughs) Um, This Montgomery fight was... Do you do you do you know what I'm talking about? The Montgomery yeah. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I love seeing the the different ways it's being recapped on social media. It's uh yeah really insane. And I love that we are reclaiming that terrible song and, and setting it to, <laughs> to Wait, the, the um they tried that in a small town. Yeah, which like, <laughs> I forgot Virginia's black people are so unserious. I swear. The fact that like people were posting it online with that song is like so fucking trolly and genius. <laughs> so genius. I feel like I love someone it. needs to like do uh, like a big profile with every person involved in fucking beating the fucking man out of his crocs. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um <laughs> I want to like we need like a where are they now like a year from now. It's got to mm-hmm. be like a whole thing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> felt like Fire Island. That, um, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like what, like five people already charged. All of them, I think, white. So it's like you know, justice. Love yeah. the justice system. Love it. <laughs> that was actually my first thing on my list this week. Um, speaking of the justice system, the second thing on my list this week. Um, Tory Guns has been sentenced to ten years. Um, if you guys haven't been following Canadian. Munchkin rapper Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison after he was found guilty of shooting um, Meg the Stallion, tormenting her on social media for two and a half years, um, lying about her, doing everything under the sun that just like terrible men do. Um, I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Put him under the jail. Love it. Lock, lock him up. Lock like, him up. Out of sight, out of mind. I love that for Meg the Stallion. That is just. The best news ever. Um, even funnier though was Iggy Azalea writing him a letter of support. Did you read that? Did you see any parts of it? The highlights? I, I did, and it was kind of giving Ashley Darby and Monique. Wait, Ash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except this was like horribly misspelled. I feel like Ashley Darby is a great writer, probably. Oh, she, uh, she uses her words. She's like very. This was written by like a toddler. Like no spell check. She even misspelled saddened. She was like using lowercase eyes. I mean, the Australian education system is like down bad. I don't know what's going on over there. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I hate that she is involved in this way i don't love that checks out though it does her. it does check out a little yeah. bit kind of yeah. um she was like lying left and right too she was like you know i'm respected by my peers i've collaborated with many artists from like brit to j-lo and i'm like first off leave britney out of this please Se- second off britney is not your peer so don't <laughs> that part yeah yeah no like little mama is your peer like yeah oh. vanilla ice is your peer like don't don't do this you don't want this <laughs> i hate also, like more. pretty girls yeah he's the britney part of this it's like the like one of the songs that like as as a whole we the britney fandom try to forget so yeah is that like the song that you think like if you could like delete one song from her entire repertoire which is that the one I think you're a huge Britney fan. 
Yes, I think that as I'm wearing a Christina gear yeah. <laughs> right now. Um, so fucking uh, fake. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, Pretty Girls is probably in like if if there's like a collection of like five songs, Pretty Girls would definitely be part of that. Another song would be Big Fat Bass featuring Will I Am. Oh uh, yeah, terrible. Actually, kind of anything with Will I Am is pretty bad, including the newest like, one. Yeah, I, like it's kind of like it's grown on me a little bit, but like I'm sort of like hate listening at like I don't know. It's I'm yeah, not in a place in my life where it just I have the bandwidth to like expend on like hate listening to Britney Spears songs. I need them to be top notch, good. good. Yeah. If I had to pick, God, I think I think it would be um, Big Fat Bass is like pretty fucking yeah. Yeah, Brave not... New Girl is also pretty. Not your favorite? Not my fave. It's that's in little... the zone, right? That's in the zone. Yeah, and I, I like have to be not not that I, I feel like I need to be in like the correct mood for Brave New Girl because it's a little like you have to like, be in the that. zone. Yeah, right. It's it's a very <laughs> specific zone for Brave New Girl. Like the thing that I love about in the zone is that it's like so like vibey and sexy and like a little like moody in a way and then yeah. Brave New Girl comes and it's like bubblegum and sunshines and I'm just like oh, you know like yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, what's your favorite Britney song my favorite Britney that's really tough but I do have an affinity for in the zone mm-hmm. uh, I love touch of my hand and breathe on me and I just love okay. anything like onyx tour <laughs> yeah it's like very sexy we got okay. like some like uh, like heavy vocal production okay. Kylie. Very Kylie. Yeah, uh, very Kylie. Kylie. Um, yeah, I, I think anticipating would be in my top. Like, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's so good. I feel like that's that giving was... like Janet Jackson all for mm-hmm. you. It's very like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Anticipating is so good and so yeah, so underrated. Um, I want to ask you what's on the top of your list this week. Okay, so I would say <laughs> probably at the very top is um the up and coming neighborhood of Tribeca. I'm just really into it lately. I I I can see its potential. It's, is it they, there? Is, is it well, there though? <laughs> if they if they added a few restaurants, it's I a think little it could get there. Yeah, it's kind of like low lifey, but I kind of like that kind of like raggedy kind of look of it. It just feels very like, you know, mean streets. It's very like kind of like Scorsese's version of New York. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very, very like a taxi much. driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh seriously at the at the top of my list this week has to be Jesswell from the Real Housewives of New York City. I yeah there was there was a shift that happened for me in this episode and it's so um well this episode actually hasn't you're maybe referring to because it hasn't aired yet this clip oh, we're talking oh about. I've seen like oh you've seen probably I've seen the screeners for the first six episodes. Okay, so okay, okay. The next, the next episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Jess will just really. By the time this airs, it will have. So this would be perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. So, so, so I talk am... freely yeah. <laughs> about it. So I, yeah, I just, I love her so much, and I think that like when I really dissected her face in that conversation with Aaron and Tribeca and, and all she that. She was being totally serious. Like she's like she she was being totally serious, but then there was almost like a little smirk. And yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, does she know what she's doing? Because if she does, I can't like I'm obsessed either way. I'm obsessed yeah, yeah, yeah. she really thought Tribeca was up and coming, but I'm also obsessed if she was just sort of like poking Aaron, the you know, current queen of Tribeca. Could be both. I think I, it could be both. I think that she's an agitator a little bit, but doesn't even realize she's doing it. And I think that she just wants to go back. It felt very like that bridesmaid scene where it's like uh-huh. sometimes people change. Well, I don't know. I don't think they really change. Well, 
Well, yeah, I think they do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was very much that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, she's going to be amazing at a reunion, I think. Like, I think she'll just kind of like. Yeah, I I, will. Like when she was like sort of complaining about the Christmas tree and negligee, I was like, okay, I don't like, I don't know if I'm like feeling this, but now that I've seen the Tribeca of it all, I'm sort of looking back on all the previous episodes with like a different yeah mindset and I'm like I love everything she does it's like once I explained to people because like I think so many people were like who is this woman why is she cast on this show I get it because she wasn't featured as much as everybody else's first couple of episodes um right. but like the little bit that you do see you start to pick up a little bit on these kind of like she's a little delulu but that's the whole point it's like right. it's, it's like delicious delulu it is yeah she's so, so like good. To me, I actually think that she's giving the most original Roni um, vibes than any yes. of the women because she's like talking about what schools her gonna her kids are gonna get into, they're gonna rub shoulders with, and like she's just very like status in New York, and it's just like so yeah, it's like all the the good parts or not the good parts of Ramona, but like because there's there are none, but like the funny <laughs> parts without the racism, you know what I mean. It's like yes, Ramona without the racism. I love that yeah. for Jessel. Like <laughs> also like demanding her husband like pours her a bottle. She's like, "Where's my wine?" Like yeah. I just, it's um, it's so good. And I think like when I think about that part, like I don't think that was put on for the camera. I think she would have like demanded a glass of wine. Yes, if Bravo wasn't there. Yeah, I think she's just like used to being catered to, and that's okay. That's the fucking point. I love it. I think she's honestly a genius. Like casting for the show i think it's like because the other women don't know what to do with her like i think that they like probably have met her once before but they're like okay now we're hanging out all the time and you're very different like yeah um it's so interesting because i was like i did that i posted about her on my story right Uh and i was talking about all that stuff did i tell you this did did we talk about this oh yeah that she like slid into your dms right yeah she slid into my dms hi jessel and she slid into my dms and i was like we just talked so much and i was like I was like, this is like fully out of love. I think that you're so iconic already and da da da. And I was like, just don't listen to the haters. Don't like read the comments because they're all new wives. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But we were chatting and then she realized that we have a friend in common. Uh, my friend, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. And so she was like, we should all get dinner next week. So we're going to dinner. I love that. I was that. like, oh, okay, God. yeah. I that think, is so, I think she's so, so good. I'll let you know yeah. how it goes. I'm yeah, fully it's just Jessel Stan. I'm sorry. Love it. I, you, you know what? Like, I called it, by the way, before the show even aired. You I know, said, how did you know? I said, I'm going to pre- when she vomited at the Rainbow Room. I was <laughs> like, y'all. And it was in page six. How iconic is that? Yeah. Shout out page six. She was like her first time mentioned in page six. And it's for puking at the Rainbow Room. Fucking iconic. Sign me up. I was like pre-standing. Sign me <laughs> pre-activation. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I I thought that sort of looked at that story as like a, a rite of passage. Like, I, yes. like it's so iconic, like how wonderful to be like, you're, you're sort of like coming out party for the Real Housewives of New York City. You're at the Rainbow Room and you're vomiting <laughs> at the Rainbow Room and page six and is chain the whole story about it. Yes. Like it's, uh, it's so good. And the chain mail yeah. dress, sorry, chain mail. Like um, you uh, kind of mentioned on your story. I think she just really should lean into this. I think so. I think she is. I think she I is. Think she's gonna, yeah. So I'll let you guys know how the dinner goes. Love you, yeah. Jessel. Um, if you had, to, I mean, like, if you had to pick dinner with like one of the Ronies, who would you? Um, I would probably 
because you're going to dinner with Jessel, you'll let me know how it is. So okay. I would probably choose Bryn. I'm yeah. obsessed yeah. with her. Like she is just like a bright light and a just I'm so yeah. I'm just everything about her. I, I love Bryn. So I would probably choose Bryn and then if I could bring I would do Brim, but then it would be like I would want to bring her to a place that she like I feel like I would not be too good to eat a catch like I don't fucking care like we can go to catch but she would be like no Cipriani's and I'm like well do you know what's so funny about Brim is like I'll eat it Outback like I don't fucking care (laughs) yeah take me to Outback on 23rd street let's go yeah I wish we could it's closed so (laughs) is it is it did it close that's what my friend said but then someone slid into my dms and told me that it's just temporarily closed for renovation so I don't know what to fucking believe I don't really want to go to 23rd Street to investigate myself. I need to just send someone over there. Yeah. Slide into my DMs, guys, if you guys live near 23rd Street. Could someone I just... think Je- Jessel's in Chelsea. She could take a little walk. She, over I'm going to ask Jessel. She's... Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I guess I would choose Brynn. I also think that, um, well, I re- we recently shot a video series with Sai at her house in Brooklyn. And she yeah. was so much fun. Loved doing that with her. So Sai, I would get dinner with. She seems like she has a gorgeous house. Oh, it so is tell us so all beautiful. about that. What do you think of Sai and is it is already is it already up the feature that you did? It's uh there's a, a little teaser. We did like a little breakout okay. article before the full video comes out, which I think is coming out um sometime this week. But it uh it was it was so much fun. The house is absolutely stunning. Yeah. I haven't lived in New York it's for like, a little bit. Looks like it's like three or four stories, right? It's like a full brownstone. Yeah, it was like I think i think it could have been like five like including the Iconic. little yeah like, like, it was it was so beautiful and it was in just the cutest area of brooklyn and i feel really terrible because i forget what neighborhood we were in i think it's probably borum hill i believe i think it's either like carroll gardens or it's around there yes because i recognize like the places and i recognize the streets the, and it's like not too far from barclays but doesn't yeah no. like near barclays yeah it's okay. so gorgeous over there Oh. Yeah, it's so beautiful. The house was stunning. We did some cheese board making in homage love. to Cheesegate. And love. yeah, it was a really fun time. She was very hospitable. And what I love about Sai is she's a psycho about taking your shoes off before you enter the house. And I... Are you that way? As, oh, I... Really? Will. Yeah, you got you to gotta take them shoes off, honey. Like we I are vacuum not- like literally every other day. So, but I... Well, I if you're vacuuming, if you're vacuuming and keeping yeah. things clean then yeah. that's okay but she i mean she did like i think she mentioned like you never know what you're dragging in with these new york city streets which when i lived in new york that was like that's always true. my thought but yeah that's yeah. We very much aligned there she's yeah. awesome. <laughs> she's um very serious like i feel like i want her to like loosen up a little bit on the show i was maybe hoping that we would have gotten there by now but she seems the most like guarded and like spending time with her in her home like and just with like our tiny little page six crew like i i think that's where she'll end up on the next season like i think that yeah. she's just sort of like getting her getting feet, feet wet and figuring out what this is and i think she'll be able to like loosen up next season when she kind of like has her bearings a little bit more mm-hmm. um it was so crazy i don't know if you listened to i think she said this on an interview with that david yontif guy behind the oh, Dollar yeah. housewives podcast but she was, he was calling people c words and stuff like that it's a lot there was yeah, like, she it was like too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things that she said that I thought was like so interesting was she was approached about doing the show, and it was like between her and Ebony, like during the first. Oh yeah, season. it was like the bad and season. Yeah, I'm so I and I love Ebony K Williams to death. I think she is such a superstar and just beyond obsessed. But I'm happy for Sai 
that she sort of had the foresight to to wait to turn that down and then she ended up here i think definitely i don't think she would have survived in that cast i think she would have like probably like sat down at the black shabbat and been like what are what we is doing? going yeah what yeah, is like, this why? yeah like, what I'm... anyone with the right mind would be like why and also it was like new jersey it's just like the whole thing was a mess i don't <laughs> yeah. fucking know she'd be like i'm going to nobu yeah um moving on really quick um the second or i guess it's like the third thing on my list this week is i was looking at a post and it was like katie perry is in an argument like in a legal battle with an 83 year old um veteran for she's trying to stop the sale of his home to katie perry and orlando bloom it's like a 14.2 million dollar estate it sits on 8.9 not 8.9 acres and um i was looking at the photo and i looked up closer and it's like a picture of the 83 year old in like looks like he's in hospice or something i don't know but it was like he's with cameron westcott apparently it's her dad or it's her father-in-law so cameron westcott versus katie perry um not a katie perry fan but i stand with katie perry on this one i hate the fucking westcott's <laughs> so much um yeah their little racist t- tirade like rants that they were doing like at the tail end of real housewives of dallas against Tiffany Moon, which shout out Tiffany Moon. Oh, love her. Iconic housewife. Yes. I, uh, um, when you, I think I like, I posted about it. That Cameron was in the picture when you posted about it. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh my God, not Katie fighting with more old people about real estate. Like, come yeah. on. And then yeah. I saw your story and I was like, holy fuck, that's Cameron Westcott. So now, like you, I'm Team Katie on everything. Give her the house, get him out, get Cameron out. Like, I'm not. Yeah about this um because yeah i like i you kind of well you obviously have not forgotten but i kind of forgot a little bit about the way they ended their real housewives of dallas yeah it was kind of like guns blazing i think they knew the show wasn't coming back and they were talking about all kinds of i don't guys i don't remember specifically what it was but i just i remember like that they were saying some really weird shit about tiffany moon and just like minorities and it was just like a lot i don't know that's the really like underbelly of like casting a show like this in a place like dallas because you know you're gonna end up with fucking it's just like a <sighs> yeah i i was at just I'm, I'm surprised we haven't gotten into more of it in slc <laughs> I, well, I, th- I know and we've gotten a little taste of it so yeah 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 <laughs> Apparently there were some like girls who were filming for the beginning of season four, but then like a bunch of like racist, really, sort of, like social media stuff came out, and then they were like, mm, "Just kidding!" And then they yeah, yeah. So, but now I don't know. What do you think of the Salt Lake City trailer? Are you excited? Well, I want to get into that on the bonus with you. I want to talk about. Oh, about okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm saving that for the bonus because it okay. just came out literally yesterday. Um, I want to ask you next. What's on your list? What okay? What's next on my list is. I've been rereading Real Housewives memoirs this year. Okay. And <laughs> I I'm currently rereading Brandy Glanville's Drinking and Tweeting. Oh god. Rereading her story and sort of reminiscing on her early housewives days. I just feel like I want to like pick it for her. And all the like mean girl behavior that she put up with, because I feel like if we watch those early seasons of Beverly Hills through like a 2023 lens, yeah. everyone would be very much like team Brandy versus like team Kyle. Like I, uh, I, I think we failed it. to remember though, that I think people at the time were very 
pro Brandy. Like it just felt like she just made it difficult, right? But people were definitely like, "Fuck!" I don't Brandy. know. I, I from what I remember of the maybe you yeah. were on the right side of history. I feel <laughs> like what I remember from the time is that people were very much like all about Kyle and like Brandy was like the villain. Yeah. And I um just looking back on it, and I think that Kyle would not behave that way in 2023, but. No the way she sort of moved with Brandy back in the day in 2010, it was just really kind of like terrible. And I don't know, yeah. I, I want to do like a Beverly Hills, like early seasons, like rewatch series where I break down all of the terrible things that Brandy. I am um, uh, the taking of the crutch and hiding the crutch. I don't think that's funny. I think that Brandy though is like a, I agree all that stuff is fucking terrible but I think that Brandy is also a terrible person like I think two things can be true at the same time I think that like I think that I mean just her behavior on like Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip alone and just like her level of delusion about like making Russell's death about her somehow when she's talking about okay. it I didn't love that and I just feel like I don't know she's just like so nasty and so rude I just like yeah, I mean, she's one of my least favorite housewives, I think. Really? Because I feel like it's really like it's always been really put on, and she's just like comes in, throws a glass of wine at someone. It's just like very like you have no genuine relationships with any of these women. People just like cast you because they know that you're gonna like turn up. And it's like, it's like, um, I need like to go from I don't want to go from one to ten. I want to see someone build from like three to four to five to like get to that point. I don't like it when someone just goes straight to 10. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a little rough ride to get to 10. But the thing that I, I, I guess the reasons why, like I'm sort of in my like pro Brandy era, obviously yeah. I'm like reading the book and stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I appreciate about her story is that like life really took a big fat fucking shit on her. Yeah. And she like took advantage of the situation and sort of like, tactfully like played with the media to get the attention of the yeah. house producers and so like any girl who like turns like shit into yeah. champagne i'm about that lemons uh lemonade what is it does bethany always say something doesn't like Le bethany have a, I don't she, know, have a lemon she always say, she does this everything. oh i think she does like limes to margarita yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well, I like that journey. If you rewatch Beverly Hills, let me know. That's one of the series where I can't rewatch. I have like zero interest in rewatching Beverly Hills because it doesn't spark joy oh. in me. It's a very dark early yeah. season. So it's not like it's not a lot of fun, funny times. And also, I'm not like a huge LV pan, LVP fan either. So it's like. I feel yeah. like Beverly Hills is probably your least favorite franchise. I think so. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> shitting on it. Wow. I'm a hater. <laughs> But y'all know that you know, you guys know I I think like I was thinking about it the other day because I was thinking about how good OC is and we're going to talk about it on the bonus. But I um I just was like wow OC used to be one of my least favorites and now it's like inching up there and now it's like Atlanta and Beverly Hills are my like least favorites. They they are shit and they used to be like the two top girls. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with Atlanta, but I want to ask your opinions on it in a few. Um. But let's talk a bit about Roni first, because I wanted to talk a bit about what's going on there. And you can kind of tell me, because it sounds like you've been interviewing literally everyone from the, you've interviewed Sai so far. Um, anyone else, Jenna or 
No, actually, just myself, Sai, uh, my co-host, okay. he got Jessel, Bryn, and Aaron in New York. Um, okay. So I I, I want to get Jessel, if you're listening, I want to get Jessel on our podcast just because I think that'd be really fun. Yes, I agree. She seems like very, yeah, we're, we'll get into it. But I um I can't wait to see Sai at your event. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be really fun. Um, but the show is kind of picking up steam. I don't know. People are still like not fully bought into it. I think like I just like on social media, people are kind of having to be talked into watching it. I'm fully sold. Like I love this fucking show. It's so easy. I um, it's so easy. I love that we're fighting about like cheese and caviar and it's 2023. I don't want to like, like fight about like yeah. I don't I don't want to hear about like a legal case. I don't want to hear about like family drama that's been brewing for a decade plus. Like I I really needed some housewives to fight about cheese and caviar and the girls came through and they delivered. And just I think like everyone on the cast is like likable and interesting. They're a beautiful cast, they're a stylish cast. Like it just yeah. like looks nice. Like it's like a yeah, it's just sort of like eye candy. Like that's and that's how I feel about the real housewives of Miami too. It's like it's yes. just fun, you know. I mean, I know yeah, like yeah. Boxing stuff is pretty heavy but like other yeah. than that like it's just like a fun watch where sometimes some of these housewife shows end up feeling a bit like a chore yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah for sure I wanted to actually ask about that because you said that you interviewed um Gertie at your last virtual reality event right yeah what, I talked to Gertie did yeah. you talk to her about how this season because I mean talking about Miami and used to it used to being um or we're used to it being pretty light but I mean considering what she's kind of going through in her personal yeah. life if you guys don't know she was recently um I guess like in the past year diagnosed with breast cancer so she's kind of going through that journey but I mean this is the first time I think that well we've had housewives with cancer stories but not really I feel like I, I don't think like going through it at the time I think there's like ones the that have like something. yeah so I'm, it I'm wondering how they're going to kind of cover that. And if it's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's well, when I, when we had her on the show, it was for Valentine's day. So it was in February and I think yeah. that she was diagnosed a few weeks after. So oh, okay. our show was very much like, cause at the time the reunion was airing. And so it was very much like fun and shady. Yeah. And yeah. At the time, we were like asking about her sort of beef with Larsa at the time, and she called Larsa the fakest housewife on the show, which is and interesting because I feel like she never has any kind of like interactions with her. And then when he, when she does, it seems like where did that come like from? Was, yeah, I think that I, I, the way that I uh, sort of interpreted it at the time was because apparently Gertie had become really close with Nicole and Nicole yeah. and Larsa don't get along. And I think that what Gertie was explaining to us is that once she became closer with Nicole, Larsa sort of like backed off and sort of stopped coming around or talking to her. So I felt like she yeah. felt like it was kind of like fake behavior. And so we asked the question inspired by Dr. Nicole's mirror, who was the fakest housewife of, of them all. And um, she said, Larsa. And then Larsa like fired off on Twitter, clapping back, doing this and that. Yeah, yeah. Then apparently Bravo reached out to my producers for that footage. So I think Oh, they might be using it in the show. That happened. I love like that. they talk about it in the in the season. But I believe that's like before she was diagnosed. And then I talked to Larsa maybe a month or so back. And mm -hmm. she and Gertie are in a good spot. Like I think that the cancer they like, kind of like you yeah. know brought uh, obviously the group who fucking cares about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but so 
I think it's all good now. Such a fucking great show. I love it. Yeah, I can't. We're probably getting it soon, right? I think so. I think they always uh, come back around December, so not too far away. Because we won't have anything to watch soon without the fights. Like these is all we're gonna have with the strike. Oh my god. I know. Um, they've got fucking like they have got like a Kim Kardashian and Kanye documentary on Max now, and I'm like, this. Well, we're down bad. Pay these writers what they're worth so we can get these shows back because. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel like I would watch that if it was like an option to watch at the dentist. Yeah, it would not. Or like, I could not care less about anyone's divorce than Kim and Kanye. Like, are they still divorced? Like, are they? Are they even? Like, are they still technically married? I, no, I think it's like finalized now. Um, oh God! But yeah, I uh, a literally I Nazi. I can't. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't choose to watch that. Yeah, my own volition. Um. So we were talking about Roni. It's great. Love it. Loving Jenna more than I ever thought I could. Um, Such an unexpected, great housewife. Like, who would have thought? I didn't I think she was going to hit, but like, it hits. I was like, kind of, uh, I was concerned because like, I feel like just from what I thought of Jenna before she was on the housewives, like she was always such a mysterious figure. And I was like, oh my God, like she's going to be like, so boring on camera but she's been good i think that even like when she like really uh told told who was called a cackling hag who said jessel jessel's called the girls cackling hags and then um they were explaining it to uba right yes yeah but then like jenna was the one who shared that information and then the producer asked her in the chair like why did you do that (laughs) i "I don't know I can tell you. I can't I was wait like, till that's she... so fucking relatable because sometimes I'll just be telling people shit that I have no business telling yeah. and then think about it. I'm like, why did I do that? I don't know. Bitch, same. Um, <laughs> I want to see her season two. We need her for a season two because I feel like she's just getting warmed up. Yeah, and I think that I think she's having fun. I, th- yeah. I think she's enjoying the process of it. So I hope that she comes Pitch back. I can't hurt. Yeah, right. Like I think um, yeah, I think this is a good place for her. Like, why not? I do wonder though, like if they'll try and add anyone next season or if they'll just keep it the same i think they're good with who they have i think they are but i think they definitely need a seventh woman and i would love to see someone who's more like maybe in their late 40s 50s maybe someone that's closer to jenna's age would be because it feels very young which is fine but it would be nice to kind of balance that out i feel like jenna would need someone to play with a little bit because right now it feels like jenna's kind of just like a weird ostrich in the corner of the room a little bit which is fine it works but like i would love to see someone kind of closer to her yeah 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 um i want to talk about all the other things going on i mean ross says new jersey's coming back i also want to just like you have to tell me any dirt you have on anything or anyone <laughs> okay yeah um <laughs> but um let's do that on the bonus we just talked okay. about roni so i want to talk oh wait real quick and just like that are you watching that I'm not watching that. Okay, I, yeah, you don't watch that. You I want to be watching that, but yeah, I don't. Honestly, like, it's like a train wreck, but like, if you're not like, I have to, because it's almost like jury duty. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. I'm like, like, I'm just doing my civic duty by making sure that they get those views. But I feel like I, I keep up with it through like what you post about it. Yeah. Like, I, like I get the, I give like, you the good. Like, I, yeah. She's just doing like rich white woman shit, which is like, you know. What she's always done. 
But it's like, that's what I was talking about this week real quick. I was like saying that I think that I realized my issue with the show is that Carrie's just rich now. Like she doesn't have any stakes, no real storyline. She's just like dating Aiden and being happy. And I'm like, I, I miss broke Carrie where she was like struggling, asking Charlotte for cash, had to ask big for a loan. I just like, that's the Carrie I kind of want back. So we got to figure something out. Maybe it's got to be some kind of like Erica like, Jane, find out that like her husband was a fraud. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Also, like, it's not even a fucking joke. I'm so serious. I hate Shay Diaz with every fucking morsel of my fucking being. I can't do it. Stop putting Shay Diaz on my TV screen. I don't care what you guys have to do. Go to creative writing workshops. Write her. Right. I mean, I almost misgendered them. Um, write them out. And I, even if like they're working at a vet clinic now, like I don't care if you have to write like them getting bitten by a rabid dog and then they get sick and die. I don't care. I want I want them off my ship. Like, yeah, like if if it's a getting bitten by Cujo and dying, <laughs> I'm I'm tuning in. The unfunniest person you have ever seen written on any show ever. And then it's like not even a joke. And then like they're bad, but then also um Anthony the gay. Is it Anthony? The one who was married to Stan. Oh, see, you don't know. Well, I I, you know, I watched the original like in 2011. The loud like, Italian gay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So he's yeah. still he's still around. Yeah, I don't like her either. Oh. Write her off too. We gotta figure some shit out. They killed all the wrong people on this show. <laughs> Damn. wow not me killing off i'm no ally oh my god i'm killing off my own community on this <laughs> like what are you doing? not gonna be any representation any longer <laughs> um let's go over to the bonus episode can you tell the people where to find your um tickets to virtual reality and all of that stuff and how to yeah yeah so uh tickets are actually for sale now at chelsea tables.com okay. september 7th will be where there. is that is that not it's not the same venue as the uh no, not so. We okay. were at City Winery last time, so this yeah. is. I've never actually been to this menu, so it'll be a fun surprise. I've never heard of it, um, but yeah, I think it's. I think it's in Chelsea. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Jessel, like if you're it. around, yeah. <laughs> come swing by. <laughs> I'll bring her. Um, I'm gonna talk to her. That'd be Why amazing. Not? I mean, yeah. she's a fashion publicist, so she maybe she should do the show. Um, I want to talk about Rouse in New Jersey with you. Let's go over to the bonus episode because they just started filming again, and I want to get your thoughts. Um, guys, go to patreon.com slash the B list to subscribe to the bonus episode. I love you guys and um, see you over on the B side. Love you. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.